The Red Rum Theater. Hey, brother. Yes. What episode are we on? 69, dude! Bill and Ted coming at you live from Flinttown. the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Moreno. And every month we look at one of the movies that raised us up. Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the Bill and Ted franchise, how it taught us to talk like stoners, and introduced us to heavy metal. Oh yeah. Okay. Before we get into Bill and Ted, which we watched both the movies this week, it was fan-freaking-tastic. Amazing. So, before we get into that... We had two celebrity deaths this month, in the month which were huge, like for us growing up. Yeah, the first is Harry Anderson, and he's only he's been in a movie we talked about. We know him from the movie It. He played Richie Tozer, and we beep, knew him. Beep Richie, beep beep Richie. What a great Richie he was. He was great as Richie, dude. It's gonna be hard to get an adult Richie. Are they thinking of? Are they thinking of Chris Pratt? I heard they're doing that, right? No, that's not for Richie. Who's who's Pat? That's for Ben. That's even because better. Because remember, he was a vet yes. kid, and then he grows up to be a, a, a stud. Who can be Richie as an adult? Who can be the stand up comedian? Dude, you can't put Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds in the same movie. It'd be out of control. Who, who else is really funny? I don't know. But anyways, Harry Anderson, we knew him from Night Court. I, we watched that show all the dude, time. Dude, Bull was the man. Dude, had a lot of ad, big, like, John Larroquette. John Larroquette was awesome, too. But um, that show we watched it all the time. But Harry Anderson passed away this 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 week, this month, and we loved his work in it. We loved him as as the judge in Night Court. But more near and dear to our heart, R. Lee Ermy passed away from pneumonia this R. week. R. Lee, man, he was the man. Our first experience with R. Lee Ermy was in Full Metal Jacket, and that guy, I mean, the movie starts off and just silent in the barracks, and him sounding off, and his insults to this day are legendary. He was supposed to be a consultant. And the actor who was playing the drone starter just wasn't getting it. And they told him, do you want to be in this movie? And just like Danny Trejo, it kickstarted a whole career of like small roles that are legendary. Legit legendary. What's crazy is he, he was even in one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Yes, and he, he was, was awesome. He did a lot of military movies. He was in Toy Story, the cartoon. My kids know him because he's the 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 um, the, the little uh, army man. The army man. He's yeah. the army man. Yeah. Well, he's also in Frighteners. And he was great. He's he was amazing. He was, he, he's the one that watches over the cemetery. And literally, it's the same role as Full Metal Jacket. And it's incredible. It's just Full Metal Jacket guy dead. It's Full Metal Jacket guy died. And it's his that, ghost. It's, it's his ghost. That's it's, that's him currently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he also, um, also he oh, played against, he also played against type, and he'd be a policeman. He'd be a police guy in Toy Soldiers, but his greatest role as a police officer was in the movie Seven. He was great <gasps> as the captain. Oh he my was goodness, great. was he good in that? It was understated. He didn't go crazy; he just kind of was there, and he he did it well, dude. 
He led. He was great in the movie. He played the big bad on Deadly Ground with, with Steven Seagal. He played the big made bad guy. Really? I remember the part. He's the, the Indian movie. one. Indian one. There's a part I never forgot it. When he when he makes the dude throw up. No, when uh, they throw the Arlie Ermy has a line from On Deadly Ground. It's a terrible line, but I never forgot it. You got to defend the oil rig against Seagal, and Arlie Ermy tells the guys. He says to them. To defend the rig like their sister's virginity. And I forgot that. Oh, oh my God. You're like, what's virginity? <laughs> I thought that was funny, dude. It's hilarious. Um, but uh, but Arlie Ermey didn't do much comedy in his life. Didn't do much comedy in his career. But when he did. Wow, did he oh, swing for the fences. Oh, my goodness. I'm gay, too. <laughs> <laughs> he played the coach in Saving Silverman. Because he killed a referee. That was awesome. Awesome. That was so funny. He loses oh, mind. Oh, crap. <laughs> he's throwing crap. He grabs the javelin, right? And just whips it because he's mad. And it kills. I think it's a flag. Is it a flag? So, whatever it is, stick it in the guy. Dude, it kills. Oh, crap. He could live with the guys because he's nowhere to go. He lives with this old football crew. And he wants to kill that girl. Nobody's busy. He's like, just kill her. Like, so, it's so funny, dude. He's so funny in that movie. It's Doesn't him and Jack Black hook, end up being together? Up? <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's some good comedy right there. You know what's crazy? That movie was so effective. <laughs> to this day, I don't like Amanda Peet. Like I think I think she's that person, and she's probably not, dude. But she was so good at being that. She like, was the controlling. Wench ever, oh my dude. gosh, I hated her and can't like her in movies because she was in that. And she was in that one movie. Was it the one where she made the guy like get a nose job? She like she said if she's tired of having these bad relationships, she decided to get a boyfriend who was average and just mold him what she wanted. She takes this guy and just makes him into a puppet. It's a brutal movie. That's not Saving Silverman. It's a she different, makes, she, different movie. It's, it's, a, it's a drama. And what? It's, it's, it's brutal. Because this guy like loses his personality. It's time to watch him become a chump for this girl. It's a sad movie, dude. That's crazy. So, so Arlie Ermy, dude, we loved your yelling. You know what? I'm going to say this. There's only one man I've ever known that can cuss with the, with the, with the sheer bravado and creativity of Arlie Ermy. That's my stepfather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He kills. I, I wish, as a young boy, I would have had a pencil some down some of those swearing he did because that could be that could be movie gold. He, for he was he was legendary, dude. I mean, the creativity. Like, I mean, it was like poetry. <laughs> I, you know what? It was it was <laughs> vulgarity in its finest, dude. I mean, if I could have had some of that into movies to this day, dude. Mom dropped some some lines, and I'm like, what the hell? And she's like. I've been married to Mike for over 20 years. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I mean, that could be Twit Carantino kind of scripts. Like I'm telling you, he, you sh he's got a best friend <laughs> who's this big, crazy, drunk, like old childhood friend of his. When they get together, it's unbelievable. I want to, like, I want somebody to, to write a script. To get, I want to get a script doctor to sit and listen to them bullshit with each other. It's insane, dude. It's great. But it's, it's actually amazing. Dude, <laughs> Arlie Ermey, we miss you, dude. And uh, you made some great movies in your life, dude. And we love you. So uh, Let's talk about, I, I mean, thank you for being an American hero, dude. He's a, he's a Marine, <laughs> dude. Come on. <laughs> We're praising his acting chops. Thanks for turning gay on Saving Silver. <laughs> 
<laughs> he had chops, though, dude. Dude, he could do it, man. He had chops. Um, he was great in Seven. He was like he a was, real actor in and Seven. And he, like, he didn't go crazy. He just kind of, it was like, like it was very much toned down. He played it well because he, he had to play off of Morgan and Brad, and he did dude, great. Dude, for real, dude. Kevin Spacey, dude. Oh. oh, dude. Now, because we're the Art Red Run Theater, we love movies. So we watched the movies this month. Got a few to bring out. So Tony, you went and saw A Quiet Place. What do you think of it, dude? I uh, hated it, dude. <laughs> hated it? I didn't like it at all, dude. It's, the more I thought about it, I'm just like, eh. It's right up your alley, horror film. My alley? Just because it's horror don't mean it's in my alley. But you're the horror expert on the, on the podcast. Well, it's because there's only two of us, and you can't sit through <laughs> one stinking scary movie without shitting yourself. I saw it. I watched it. It was more for uh, entertainment value than scary. Like, it was a great story. It wasn't scary. So it was a, it was a good story, though. I'm talking about it. Oh, yeah. It's true. I agree. But A Quiet Place, you... I, I hated the beginning. I hated the end. The middle was eh. Oh, that's not good, Tony. No, it's not good. <laughs> okay. Um, Sounds like my love life, hopefully. And <laughs> it end good, dude. It's pretty good for a season. Um, we both went and saw Ready Player One this month. Okay. That's probably top three I've seen this year. If you've not seen this movie yet, um, if you're a kid born in the 80s, or even the late 70s, go see this movie. The amount of Easter eggs in this film, just the love of culture, yes. the love of music, the love of video games, the love of movies. There's, I, we won't give it away, but there's a, there's a scene in this movie where I squirmed in my seat because the callback was so effective. Dude, it was just fantastic. Spielberg has still got it. Spielberg's the shit. He's still got it. And personally, I this month watched the movie Oscar again with Steven Stallone. I forget that Tim Curry is a G, dude. Tim Curry, hello. I got to watch this again, dude. Dude, it's so good. The, I mean, Mercer Tomei is in it. Oh. And Stallone and Tim Curry. And there's some good actors. Chad Pelmentary plays a little goofball Gambino for Stallone. It's He's great. A Goomba, dude. And Kirk uh, Douglas plays his dad at the beginning. With uh, Don oh, Amici as right? the priest. Yeah, as yeah, Don yeah, Amici yeah. plays the priest. That's funny. It's great. There's some great... It's, it's, a, it's Italian as a mug, it's dude. It's so funny, dude. Um, but I was... Uh, and, and movies besides those, any like older movies you watched again? You watched, you watched Heat this month, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's still Amazing one, movie. It's one of the best of all time. I watched so, Lost Boys, too. Did you really? Badass. Dude, I love that movie. We'll get to that in a little bit, because our, our Bill S. Preston Esquire. <sighs> oh, he's got the, the flowing locks in that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's go ahead and get into our first movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Released February 17th, 1989, with a 78% Rotten Tomatoes. Directed by Stephen Herrick. Also did Critters, Mr. Holland's Opus, Three Musketeers, and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Two of these movies are done on the podcast. Hell yeah. Three Musketeers actually enjoyed it. With uh, the Disney one, with their, like with um, uh, with Oliver Platt and uh, Charlie Sheen, Charlie Ke Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, and um, Robin. Fuck. <laughs> What's Robin's name? Chris O'Donnell. Chris ruined his career. That poor guy. How did he ruin his career? Robin ruined his career. Robin. No, it didn't. He was a fixture on Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch it either. But I was happy he got something, dude. I'm too. The plot of this film is hard to explain, dude. It's two California dudes. <laughs> That's it. Um, they have aspirations of being rock they, and roll stars. They have to go back in time to interview histor historical figures to pass a history exam to save the world. That's the plot. 
They got to pass their exam. How about those one-liners in class, though? <laughs> Amazing, dude. Dude, what's bad is I didn't know why they were funny when I was a kid because I was so dumb. Like, I didn't know Joan of Arc was. I didn't know. Noah's wife. That's some funny <laughs> shit. That's some funny oh crap. Oh, my goodness. That's like something you would say, dude. Um, but there are two California dudes. Okay, and you have Keanu Reeves who plays Ted Theodore Logan. Now, is his name Theodore Logan or is it Ted Theodore Logan? I always assumed it was first, last, first, middle, last. Right. So his name is Ted Teddy? Because Ted is, I mean, a, is, a, is, a, is a nickname for Theodore. I mean, Billy Idol's guitar player is Steve Stevens. It could happen. No, it's, his name is not Steve Stevens. Yeah, and he's a badass. I knew. Badass guitar player. I was in college. I knew a guy named Hilke Hilkema from, like, Finland. The f***? <laughs> so, um, Ted Theodore Logan played by Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves, he, Keanu Reeves is quoted as saying he thought on his gravestone it would say, here lies Ted. He thought he would never get past the surf because he played that surfer dude in a few movies. In this one, even in Point Break. Yeah, but you know what? Point Break was that a stick of blockbuster, dude. But also in um, Parenthood, he played the same stoner. incredible. I know. I'm just saying. He was typecast, but he finally got out of there, dude. And now our boy with the John Wick series. I'm telling you. Is, is a different career now. I mean, John Wick 1 and 2, we said it before, we'll say it again. If part 3 is decent. He's a shot for the best trilogy of all time. Of all time. Red Rum Theater stamp, best of all time. One and two are so good, I cannot believe I couldn't, it. I, I'm like, one is so amazing. What can they do in two? And they did it. Like, oh, like the story's incredible. Story's so good, dude. It, got and a new the dog. way it ends, the way it ends is through the secrets. Oh, the lines? We've got to walk, trying to walk out of the station, walk to sink in the hotel, and there's people trying to gun him down. That's a great sequence, man. I love how Lawrence Fishburne showed up, too. Oh, dude. What a badass movie. Okay. Keanu Reeves, we, he, the guy, he's got the Matrix trilogy. The guy's got John Wick. The guy's got the Bill and Ted franchise. He's got Point Break with, with, the, with the Sways. The guy has some killer Dude's movies. He's got guns out there, man. He's got bombs, bro. I don't know if you hear that, but right now, there's a, literally a DJ spinning below us right now. Yeah, there's a party going on downstairs. We're not invited. Keanu definitely is the guy who made his career after this movie because our next guy, Alex Winter, not so much. Bill S. Preston Esquire. He's been in one movie I know of, dude. That's it. He was in a movie called Freaks that was awesome. And it's, it's the circus? What's the guy's name? Alex Winters. Alex Winters is in The Lost Boys, and he plays like a fiddle to Kiefer Sutherland. How does he die? Does he go in the bathtub? No, he's the one that's when they're sleeping and uh, Corey Feldman's <gasps> up there and, and Corey Ham goes, don't even. And he's stinking Jackson with a stick and they bleed. There's blood everywhere. You know, it's like bile, like weirdness. And it's the grossest. He, remember, you killed Marco. Dude, it is good. And they're screaming at that. That's him that dies? Yes. Because he tells them. Some will die loud. Some will die quiet. Some will explode. Some will implode. And it... He's the one that dies loud because he's screaming, bleeding everywhere. That's he dies nasty style. Ooh. There's a movie called Freaked with a D. He's in it. Freaked. Freaked. What's it it is insane. What's it about? Dude. Circus freaks. Like it's crazy, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it. I haven't seen it forever. It's it's insane, dude. It's so crazy. But these, he didn't do shit though, man. But these two guys own these characters, like. I can see why Ted got typecast because he was so good. 
And you know what? Alex Winter did a good job too, man. He was amazing, dude. <laughs> my favorite line he does, my favorite line that Bill has the whole movie is his shut up, Ted's. And the, How about when he smiles? <laughs> shut up, Ted. <laughs> when they're coming down the stairs, dude. Man. He gets him three times. He, what do you say? He goes, uh, I can't remember, but the last one's like, when you asked the prom, shut up, Ted. Okay, so he goes, dude, Ted could get it on your own room. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> remember at the, at the beginning and he's like remember when she was a senior and we were freshmen <laughs> shut up Ted <laughs> it's so dude shut up Ted that last shut up Ted is my favorite shut up Ted in all two both movies dude well where um, he smiles yeah where he smiles the best, um, best dude then you got George Carlin coming in and Carlin oh man he wasn't in very many movies no he was in how these the hell two? was he in Shining Time Station dude he was he in was Shining Time Station dude. I forgot, dude. Oh yeah, he was. Steakin, Rufus is a great character. He's the know-it-all. He's the cool guy. Shred a guitar. Dude, listen, they, there's there's rumors of part three, which I don't think is gonna happen. I don't know. How you can't do without Rufus, dude. What's crazy is in part two, only like so. Bill and Ted both come back. Rufus comes back. His two parents come back, or both dads Missy's and too? Missy. Those are the only kids that come back. <coughs> Princesses are different actresses. Really? Different actresses. I didn't even notice. But um, fun fact for you. Remember the bar fight? Dude, the bass is booming below us right now. The bar, remember the bar fight on the Wild Wild West where they had the fight? Yeah, yeah. Playing poker? Billy Kid, yep. That's, that fight is shot for shot and punch for punch. The same fight from the movie Airplane, the Girl Scout scene. Shut up. It's the, it, the chairs, the punches. It's literally an homage to that scene. How did they do that? It's just they, they love the moves. They decided to do the airplane fight in their what? movie. What? How funny is that? Even the slide down the stinking bar is from airplane. It's that same scene. That's crazy. So, and Because the, the girls are playing poker. Remember, they get in a fight? Yeah. In the, yeah. But um, I think the best scene, the greatest excellent adventure, the scene I remember the most my whole life, is the Circle K scene. Things are afoot at the Circle K, bro. Dude. That line, first of all, do they even exist anymore in Texas, Circle K? Are they gone? I think the one in front of Grandma's is still Circle K, isn't it? Every time I see no, it. No, it's a Conoco. It's a Conoco. But every time I used to go to Grandma's house and it would be there, I'd see the line every time. Well, yeah, because it had the same sign. You stand out. It's lit up. Yep. That scene where they meet themselves and there's a phone booth. It's an iconic scene. Sets up the entire movie. Now, some scenes you love. Excellent adventure, dude. Watching again, what did you love about the movie? Um, I love when they put the night suits on and they're like, yeah, this is heavy. We're metal, dude. Heavy metal. This is so stupid, dude. Um, wait, there's Joan of Arc was also, there's one other joke in the classroom. I can't remember what it was with Bill. I don't remember what it was. But, um, that, there's so many jokes as a kid I did not understand. Like, dude, you got you caught the joke at the very end that was hilarious with Freud. Amazing, dude. Because he, he completely analyzes Ted and his father. Gets it, nails it. Asks Bill if he wants to go on the couch, and Bill's like, no, man, I'm okay. I just got a slight Oedipus complex. That's... And then it shows Missy's face. Dude. Or a confusion. Oedipus complex. Oedipus in Greek history um, killed his father in love with the and mom. married his mother. In love with the mom, hated the dad. 
he wants to do it. He wants to do his dad. That that scene is rowdy when the kid gives. He like he's looking. He's looking at her, and he can't even hear his son. Gives him money. Says, get out of here, and closes his door, dude. That's rowdy. That's rowdy, dude. There, there's no way that's happening, dude. Can't do that to your kid, man. Um, but uh, excellent adventure. I feel bad because watching that movie as a young man, I didn't know any historical figures, dude. I didn't know Joan of Arc. I didn't know Genghis Khan. I didn't know Freud. Who's your favorite historical figure in the movie? Man, who was my favorite? They give Billy and Socrates the most the most time. Yeah. As a kid, though, I loved Genghis Khan. I just loved him because he, he was, was like, insane. Dude. Yeah, he was just and he was like really badass. It was awesome. I guess he was cool. Beat Oven was all right. Beat Oven was all right. I don't know. Probably Genghis Khan. Because he like was sticking, destroying that mannequin. Dude, the he hit that first with that, the head. He comes around and jacks that thing. Well, he was like spinning the sticking bad. That there, actor yeah. is the same. He's the bad guy in Die Hard who eats a candy bar. He's also the guy, um, one of the main guys on Big Trouble in Little China. He totally is. Totally, man. Before we continue, let me go ahead and give a, a shout out to our Patreon. Now, listen up, everybody. We do a thing where we um, have Patreon. <laughs> Stupid. Here it is. Listen, we have to pay for web hosting. We try to get a website, the best web. It, give you the best podcast we can give you. And if you love this show, the show's a, if the show makes you laugh. If you enjoy listening to it every month when it comes out, give a buck a month to the show. If a little, give a lot. And a lot don't got to give a little. Um, and if you want to give more than a buck, you give five bucks. We give rewards to people that give more. We give little gifts out and stuff like that. So if you want us stinking hook us up, that'd be awesome. Now, we're going to highlight one patron today, a very special patron today. We're going to highlight probably the mo- one of the most, a very faithful Red Rum listener, Zach Davis. Oh, man. And right now, Zach Davis' favorite movie is Ghostbusters. We did it for him last week. He told us we didn't do good enough job on it. That jerk water. Hey, really? Yeah, he called me, gave me crap about it. Forget you, Zach. What did he want? I don't know what he wanted. He wanted more Raiders Wrong, Raiders Right. We didn't have much for that. But my boy Zach has been, uh, supports the podcast every single week, and he just put out, he just wrote a comic book, and he's putting out into the world coming up this, coming up next month. Right now, got a Kickstarter running, trying to get, trying to, get to $2,000 at like 1966 He needs like 34 more dollars. Really? Yeah. If you like comic books, he's writing a Western. Straight up like a Western about a woman killer called the Crimson Rider. Go on Kickstarter, search Crimson Rider, or we'll post a link right here on our Red Rum site. Go and support this Kickstarter uh, comic book. You get a free issue. Buy the issue. Help the Crimson Rider get published. Zach, we love you. Can't wait to read your comic book. I'm already, I'm already Kickstarter. I already am a supporter of him. Because uh, here's the thing. All of us little guys, us little podcasters, him as a comic creator, we got to back one another up. It's true. We don't got no big companies backing us. We got to back one yeah. another up. So, Zach, thanks for supporting the show, dude. We love you. We think you're awesome. And uh, Can't wait for this comic, dude. Can't wait, dude. And in case you don't know it, I'm in the comic, dude. Are you really? Father Ernesto, the Catholic priest. Shut in, up! In the, in the Wild West, dude. I'm like, Zach, dude, do I get to die in this? He goes, I'm not going to tell you. I hope I get to die a cool death, dude. Maybe I had like the fa- like like like. I wonder if they make you similar. I, I look cool. I'm a Mexican guy. 
You've seen it already. I saw it, but the thing the artist didn't know what it looked like, so he just drew a Mexican. He's like, Mexican guy with a big old round face. It was a Mexican with a round face. <laughs> Dang, dude. Why don't you send him a picture? I don't know, man. He's like, the guy's busy. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So Be in the comic. If you want to support our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash theater and support our Patreon. Give a buck a month, man. It goes a long way. Encourages us to keep on making great, great, um, great content for you guys. Support us on patreon.com. So, Excellent Adventure comes out, and I'm going to tell you something weird. I didn't watch this movie a lot. Excellent Adventure I saw, didn't watch all the time. But the sequel, I watched the we crap were way, out yeah, of we it. We way into Bill and Ted's Bogus Dude, because it came out in 91. So we're 11 years old, you're 10. What's about HBO or so? Because we watched the crap out of this movie. We did. I mean, we bought the soundtrack for this movie. Probably because the soundtrack shreds, dude. Dude, so... Comes out in uh, July of 1991. It's directed by Peter Hewitt. The guy did no movies. All he's done is Garfield, which sucks. Poor Bill Murray had to be Garfield's voice. But only a few good actresses you have, or act- actors. You have William Sadler as Death. We like William Sadler here at the Red Room Theater. He's in Die Hard 2 as the Big Bad. He's in thinking Demon Knight. He's so good in Demon Knight. He's incredible in Demon Knight. And he's also in Shawshank. He's good in Shawshank. He's awesome in Shawshank when he's singing Willie Nelson. Oh, uh, listen to his uh, uh, Hank Williams. Hank Williams, listen to the headphones. And he's, so funny, he's dude. butchering Hank Williams. Just butchering it and loving life. And no one gives a care, dude. Um, but we love him. And he, he's great as death. He's his Don't trail- overlook my butt. <laughs> So he's, he's so, so jealous of station, dude. He's like, I, I made the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, they melted into me. <laughs> dude, he's so funny. He's like, best out, of, best out of five. Damn right. <laughs> um, but uh, we have Pam Greer in this movie randomly as Mrs. Woodrow. Yeah, well, are we moving on from Excellent Adventure? We're gonna go both back to both. Okay, of them. okay. We're just gonna go going through the main, the main, the main plots now. The plot of Bogus Journey. Excellent Adventure goes through time. My wife loved Excellent Adventure. That's it. But I Well, the thing is, if they fail this history report, they flunk. Which means the school year's gone. And for they don't th- graduate. And for them, what's weird is Bill and Ted apparently, the in the future, their band creates world peace. Their band's music is so unifying, it creates a new society based on like I mean, there's two two lines you live by in the new society. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dude. Like, that literally becomes the philosophy of the world. And they have, to be, they have to be saved because if they fail, it'll take the whole world off its access. And so, but what's funny is the movie ends, they don't know how to play the guitars. They're, they, they, they're literally, they're just still lame. And you're like, how are these guys going to become the great world changers? Bogus Journey comes out, and they don't want to do another adventure through time. They could have. I think they could have done it. They could have done a whole series. They could have done a series of movies through time. But they decided instead of going through time, they go through the afterlife. Insane. And they end up going through heaven, hell, against the Grim Reaper. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. And uh, It's dark, dude. It's a dark film because they get killed in the first act of the movie. I know. Like, you're 10 minutes in, they're dead. And you're like... What, uh, what is going to happen now? <laughs> like, what? Dude, the robot, evil Bill and Ted are pretty awesome. They're, I always, I never could understand. Station's badass. He makes these big, bulky, ghetto-looking robots. Bill and Ted are like, 
the evil Bill and Ted are like the best looking robots you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> How are they getting mashed on by these big old boxy looking? I don't know, dude. He only had to they had to buy that crap at a Home Depot though. That's not their fault, dude. Got a vacuum cleaner for a leg. Dustbuster is <laughs> dust an arm, dude. Um, that was pretty dope though for what they had. <laughs> yeah, I love how the death was like. See you soon. And that guy's smoking. He's like, oh, shit, puts it out, dude. <laughs> um, Steaking, Bogus Journey has scenes that I will... Like, okay, first of all, the, the sequence where they challenge death for the board games is fantastic. Um, because he assumes they're going to do, like, jousting or fighting or some great Olympic game. They're playing Steaking Clue. They're playing Battleship. Battleship. And that's fu- it's, it's funny crap because it's, it's the Grim Reaper playing behind a little battleship game he's like e7 and he's all smiling when he hits him dude it's so you sink my battleship <laughs> dude, he's it, so... it's fantastic oh dude playing he's like he's like playing clue first of all clue is a great game clue's awesome uh, we used to love clue jr dude loved it my kids love clue jr dude they're like you're wrong dude it was professor plum i said plum <laughs> It's, what do you say, Colonel Mustard? Where? In the library with the candlestick. <laughs> um, that chick they played, and then the little, uh, the little football things. So funny. He's I like, hate. <laughs> dude, he's crawling at it. It's they beat him. Dude. It's, it's a great sequence. Also, I loved. What else did you like? Any sequence you loved in that movie? Bogus Journey. Yeah. Um, Any scenes or sequences you loved in that movie? My, oh, well, my favorite part of the whole movie is when Primus is playing at the Battle of the Bands. I, like, first of all, who's going to beat Primus at the Battle of the Bands? Nobody, dude. We'll get to that in a little bit, too. Um, and they were jamming. That's killing it. Tommy the Cat, bro. My <laughs> wife goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is he playing bass and singing? I'm like, yeah, babe. Uh, he sings for the country. Not only bass, but he is shredding on the holy base. cow she goes i've never seen that in my life like, you didn't know i'm like you didn't know babe that let's claypool was the bassist who also sang she goes no i'm like that's the whole claim to favorite primus does she not know that sting is the lead singer of the police playing bass i didn't know that either oh dude sting's the man bro they're a three-piece just like primus primus is a three-piece yeah it's just a shut your mouth I'm telling you that's why they're so amazing you just blew my mind uh, well your mind needs to be blown if you don't know that about primus mug Dude, they, they sound so full on the CDs, dude. Insane, dude. Wow. We'll get to the... So, I loved... Okay, listen. When I was a kid watching this, I'm 11 years old. I don't go to church at all. And, dude, when they're in hell and they go in to the general... Well, how about when you hear the people screaming and shit? That's crazy, man. And That's they go unsettling, The dude. Easter bunny and then the mom, the, the grandma? Grandma, yeah. Dude, that freaked me out as a kid. Because I'm like... Well, you start thinking of what your hell would be. Yes! I'm like, this sucks, dude. It, it, I, I don't know why. It like, and they're in the like, the, like there's a, the tunnels, and the the grandma is all spidered across the shadow. Oh, man. That looks horrifying to me, dude. I hate that stuff. Whatever the lips, <laughs> oh, dude. That scene bothered me a lot, man. I, you know, what? I used to always think of the um, what Infinity Pushups would be like, dude. Dude, he's like, I don't think I can do Infinity Pushups. <laughs> he's doing like two, but he's already hurting. That shit, hell was crazy. Dude, it was bad. Like, they all like, think of Satan's their He's buddy. Like, one of my favorite lines is, uh, uh, if we die, you can have my Megadeth collection. Well, we already dead, dude. They're yours. 
Thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Dude, I love when they're falling. He's like, uh, first of all, I love the fact they're screaming and they just keep on falling. They fall so long, they stop screaming because you're just falling for so long. It's a really deep hole, man. Um, he's like, uh, look at 20 questions. Amazing. Dude, that's amazing. A, there's, there's, they're, they're so dumb, but they know each other's dumbness exactly. It's amazing. Like, we have that kind of. I say it's me and you, dude. Like, I remember at church once, I was like, hey, dude, what, what guy sings the songs? He's like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like, Tom Waits? <laughs> and then John Combs goes, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that was the craziest thing. And that's what we can do just that quick, dude. Um, but uh, Bo's Journey, and I love the House of Goods, but I also, because I'm a cheese ball, I loved the end, the, the end sequence on stage. Awesome. I, I love the whole thing. I didn't like that one better than the stage from part one. Definitely. Like, so deep is not football rules. Dude, what's funny is, I didn't know that was from. I was at City Hall just literally a month ago, and this guy, this homeless guy went up there to speak. You were just telling me. This guy went up to speak. He's homeless guy, and he's kind of crazy. And he's, just, he's talking nonsense. Just talks for three minutes, literally uses all his three minutes of time. Says, I mean, just... Not a single train of thought. And, like, and he's just saying nonsense. He's Billy Madison in it, dude. Um, at the very end, he goes, Central Indians rule! And everyone cheers! And I'm like, what is that from? It's from Thinking Excellent Adventure! That's funny. You told me that, dude. I forgot, because that guy bombs the, 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 he bombs the stinking essay and just does it at the end and everyone cheers <sighs> for him. That's so funny, dude. Do you know who Socrates is? No. What other small role does he play? I have no idea. He's the waiter that brings the highball on Scrooge. He completely is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He's like, uh, he's got the eyeball in there. <laughs> because it was an ice cube. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll get that out of your way. <laughs> have, have, have. That's him, bro. Oh my goodness, that was great. Dude, that's a, dude, Tony. I didn't look that up, by the way. That's an incredible pull, Tony. I mean, I'm, I'm blown away you pulled that, dude. I should look it up. That's him for sure. It's totally him. Um, but when they bust in a Gaga rock and roll to you, that song awesome. is the song awesome. I was inspired. I'm like, they're going to change the world with this song right here. Like, <laughs> they changed the world, dude. They did it. Uh, uh, is that Kiss or Petra? It's Kiss. Amazing. Petra did it twice. Petra did it in the 70s and the 80s. And then Kiss recorded it for this movie. What a badass song, dude. This is the only... Apparently, Kiss, for a while, took their makeup off. Took their, they had a makeup-free... Like, they, tried to, they tried to put the makeup away and just be a rock band. It didn't work, so they went back to the makeup. This song is one of the only songs off a non-makeup album they still do with makeup on. Because makeup on. the fans love it so much. Because they, they shred this song. Kiss um, shreds I this song. I had no idea they were that good at guitar. I, I don't like Kiss that much, and I love this jam. Well, you, dude, they have some jams, dude. I, I only know the Dr. One. Love. They got some badass jams, dude. I don't know them very well. That's all I'm saying. Dude, uh, Heaven's on Fire. Oh, man. How do you know Kiss so well, dude? Because when, when I was really, really young, Mom and Mike and Uncle Johnny, like, all, like we carpooled to Texas. Two cars. Johnny had Alex and Danny and their babies. And Alex's favorite band was Kiss. And Shut I had to listen mother. to the Kiss anthology all the way to Texas. 
20 hours. Yeah. 20, like 28. You're lying, dude. The whole one um, album, the whole way. We switched it up, but it kept coming back because Alex would cry if we didn't listen to Kiss. How old was she? Three. Four? And she loved Kiss that much. Uncle Johnny's a stinking. He's a rock and roller, dude. That's that's awesome, dude. So I I got to know like really badass songs that they did. They're actually badass. Like I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna tell you something right now about the villain Ted. I love the phone booth as a time machine. Awesome. It's just really fun. It's just really cool. You dial the number. The, the phone book looks like a phone book. What's the crazy phone is booth. my kids won't understand, what that whole, they won't understand any of that. It's all, gonna see the, what, what's going on? What is that big? Well, same thing with Superman. He's changing a phone booth. They don't know what it is. What the hell is that? What's a phone? Anymore? They quote the stinking uh, Ma Bell line. Reach out and touch someone. That's totally out of the commercials in the 80s, dude. Nobody knows what that is. Reach nope. out and touch someone. Sounds like a petter ass. That's right. <laughs> but uh, love that. Uh, Love that Joker. And you know what? The effects for these two movies, not no, bad. Nothing made me think it looked cheesy. I'm like, wow, these guys were doing, they, and they had to do a, like, Bogus Studio had to do a, like, do hell, they had to do a lot of things to try to make hell look right. They did a lot of paintings. They did a lot of weird. Even when they stick it, took over his dad and the other guy, the sergeant. Remember, he goes, uh, he's, what did, what did he say? But he starts doing the guitar thing, and then his dad does it. He's like, ba-doom-ba-doom. It's like a little banjo. It's so funny, so, dude. It's like a Hawaiian thing, dude. Um, but of the two movies, which one do you prefer, dude? Bogus. I'm with you. It's incredible. I, it's the one I watched more. It's the one I, I – I don't know why I cut my teeth on that movie more than the other one. But I, I love both. I love Bill and Ted's characters. I think Bill and Ted's Bill's journey is a great sequel. I it's – an insanely great. It's like it's the only sequel that's as the the, the same caliber is Back to the Future. I'm Part two is just unbelievable. It's crazy though. Seventy uh, percent for Excellent Adventure, fifty three for Bogus Journey. Um, that's ridiculous. Um, I love that Ted Theodore Logan has. On his pants, that that happy face, and in part two he's got the cool jacket with the happy face on the back of the jacket. I love that jacket. Jacket's badass. Awesome. Um, I love uh, Bill's green flannel boy. Dude, was it the whole movie? Awesome. And I love that the the, the, the evil Ted and the evil the, the evil guys are in the same closest than the good guys. So it's a great like color pattern. Yeah. Um, I love the dead uh, dead versus them. They're like the clothes are like black and white. Do you know what they did? You tell, they, just, they literally just took the clothes and made them black and white and painted their skin white and just did a cheap effect that way. What? The clothes are just literally sewn gray in grayscale because they, they, there's no filter. To, they couldn't do a filter with just them. It was really awesome. That's crazy. It was, it it was, was amazing. I could tell them, like, that's a gray and white shirt they sewed just for this scene. It was, it was really well done. Stinking, um, what other sequel things are going on? I love that Missy left Steakin and goes Bill, to the other dad. Bill's dad and married Ted's dad. Uh why were the why were the dads invited to the princess's birthday party? I don't know. Happy 521st, dude. But dude, Bill's dad looks like crap. He's looking at oh, Missy, man. dude. Just like, oh, just is he, is he eating? He, he, I don't know what he's eating. He's eating something, but he's just miserable, oh, dude. Man. It's like, man, I can't believe you're. I can't What's next? Left your, she, maybe she'll marry you. Yeah, they'd be your old stepdad. <laughs> Dude, this, um, okay, okay. I'm, um, so we're getting sidetracked by the stinking club dance music that's happening. It's out of control. Right and these are not. So before we go to raise this wrong, raise this right, which we have some good ones today. 
I'm going to tell you, if you want an awesome T-shirt, I wear my Dang Genius shirt around Flint sometimes. I worked at Disney one day, got so many comments on the Dang Genius shirt when I worked nice. at Disney. People were like, Dang Genius is awesome, man. Where'd you get that shirt? I'm like, oh, shoot, it's on, it's on this website. It's redrum.threadless.com. You can get our Red Rum Theater T-shirt. Redrum.what? Redrum.threadless.com. Threadless. Threadless.com. You can go there, get our Red Rum Theater T-shirt or hoodie. Or our Dang Gina, t- Dang Gina t-shirt or hoodie. Ding, 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 ding. And we're working on a, another a new uh, design. Hopefully we'll have it out by the end of summer. And it's going to be an awesome one. So hang on to that, guys. So that said, first of all, raised us right. Listen, we grew up with, a, with our, our music came from our, our, um, our mom and our grandma. So as young kids, it was Billy Joel, Randy Travis, right? Oh, yeah. Reba McIntyre? Reba McIntyre? Garth hit it. Loved Garth. This is one of the first movies that really got me into... Good-ass music. Shredding guitars. This movie introduced us to heavy metal. Oh, we used to stick an air guitar all over the place. Dude, because of these movies. And we'd even go... Dude, straight up, dude. Listen. Primus. We bought the soundtrack. Wow. And we loved that Primus song. We have been singing Tommy the Cat. For, Since we were 10. Since we are 10 years old. We, 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 we knew the whole chorus. We loved it. We didn't know who Primus was at all. No, I didn't I didn't know really know who Primus was until I got to uh, Drumline. Straight up. And everybody was like, Primus, dude. I'm like, holy shit. Dude, so you could, um, Rock and Roll by Kiss, they shred those guitars at the end. Even the opening, the just just, just going to war. And Megadeth, dude, go to hell, bro. When they're walking up that mountain, those guitars are shredding. I'll tell you what, though, when they're in the van, and Faith No More's playing, dude. Uh, Perfect Crime, that song is incredible. I love Faith No More in the movie. He's in the movie. from Faith No More's in the stadium. That's movie. kind of awesome, dude. What a shithead. What did he say? <laughs> yeah, that's what he yeah. says. <laughs> um, I liked even the score from Bill and Ted in Bogus Journey. They're getting ready to go back. And, it's like, and what is your mission? And they st- walk up. Death to the Bill and Ted. And the, the guitar music is like... Um, so this this movie gave us a love for metal, and even to this day, like that's why I love that band that came out just a few years ago. Well, probably ten years ago now, The Darkness. They probably because they kick fucking ass. Cause. I just love that old 80s shred guitar. And they they had like a ballad on that. Did they? Yes, that's, that's amazing. That song, thing like um, believe in think I love. That's first of all his vocals. That, that guy's vocal range is unbelievable. Crazy. And that guitar, it's just like guitar. Like it's so over the top. Yeah. I love guitar. Even I remember um, my favorite Jimmy World song. Oh, my favorite is, is that one um, with the dueling guitars. Oh, yeah. Get it faster. Oh, man. They're shredding, dude. Yeah, I that's love badass. a guitar that shreds, dude. Or um, Tired of Sex by Weezer. He goes goes for it in that song. Love that stuff, man. And this movie. Here's the thing, though. Like, back in the day, in the early 90s, in the mid to late 80s and early 90s, if you wanted to be a guitar player in a band, you better be badass. I heard, I don't know if this is true, that when the 80s ended, and grunge came, the guitar solo was gone for a while. Is that true? Dude, you, you didn't, I mean, the guitar solo was there, but it was simplified. It was just like three chords, dude. It was just, 
which I love. I mean, grunge is my shit. Right, right. I know that's your that's your jam. That's your jam. But um, like this this soundtrack is full of shredders, dude. I mean, Steve Vai is on the soundtrack, dude. Steve Vai is the guy from Crossroads. Remember that? Yes. Ralph Macchio. Yes. Where he's got to play against the devil. That's amazing. It's incredible. That's Steve Vai, bro. I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, this movie gave us a love of metal, and you know I don't listen to a lot of metal anymore. I don't listen to a lot of, like no, not, but I still have a I still love Metallica. Still love good shredding once in a while, dude. Still, still. I love said I still love Metallica. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm just saying. I still like some of my old metal stuff. Megadeth. I feel bad for them because their songs. We don't like his if voice. Zach Davis is listening to this. He's gonna say, "I can't believe you didn't say Dying Fetus." <laughs> okay, I'm not a true metalhead. I don't listen to Cannibal Corpses in high school or nothing. Okay, they have a shirt with an aborted baby on my second T-shirt. Um, Dang, Gina. I'm just saying there was a lot of bloody shirts back in high school, but I do enjoy. What is this England? <laughs> Uncle Johnny used to uh, have Iron Maiden posters like crazy. Uh, he loved Iron Maiden. He was also into thinking Frank Zappa, bro. You were talking about wild. Holy crap. Did you ever watch the, the movie Heavy Metal? The Heavy Metal cartoon the movie? Cartoon, yeah, we watched it at Uncle Ruben's. <laughs> it was that crazy. crazy, bro. I, you know what? Because I love metal so much is why I also love the Transformers soundtrack because it's all that like oh, crazy Eddie's ballads. You got the touch! <laughs> you got the power! Yeah! <laughs> That's the song they sing on Boogie Nights. They do not. When they're in the studio trying to make a record. And it's the worst thing you ever heard. It's they, hilarious. They do not. It's Mark Wahlberg and John C. Riley. They sing. You got the power. Yeah, it's hilarious, dude. I, I couldn't make it through the movie because there's a scene, they, they, the scene when they film a porn scene. I couldn't make it through that. I was like, this is crazy. That's why I watched the movie, bro. Jeez. Um, raise this right. Introduce the heavy metal. Listen to this. Introduce the heavy metal. I've been trying to find the soundtrack. It costs $30 on Amazon. What the f***? $30. I want that soundtrack. I want it. I want Why does it cost so much? Because it's, it's out of print. You can't it's buy it. Digital. You can't buy it on digital. These soundtracks that happen is do they put soundtracks out and they the there's a copyright and it runs out and you can't reprint it because the bands all the deals ended with the bands. They give you like a five year window. They can't put a kiss song on. They can't reprint a kiss song. They don't have the rights to it anymore. Kiss has restored the rights. Holy so you gotta go find original CDs from the nineties. That sucks. Thirty bucks, dude. Okay, raise us right. Love shredding guitars. Raised us wrong. Here it is, dude. We love being stupid. We're stupid as fuck. And only that we listen. If you listen to the podcast at all, you know we say dude all the time. Like I'm telling you, we say like too. But <laughs> like, dude, we're not even joking. You go back and listen. We say it's so excessive. We're as bad as the movies. It's insane. Listen, we're not from California. We're not. We're not we're California Flint. surfers. We're Flint. <laughs> but the word dude got, because this movie gave us the word dude. And you know what? Hey, listen. I love the, 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 the language in this movie, but he messes up one, one word. Heinous is a bad word. Heinous means it's not good. It's heinous. So he says that non-heinous should be good. But he says non-heinous is bad. So I'm saying he used the word wrongly. Dude, you just f***ed that whole thing up for me, dude. But Angie said, he said non, non, double negative, and reversed it back to normal. And I'm like, oh, babe, that's... that's." You married a genius. 
That was non, 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 non heinous. It goes back to normal. Yeah. That's. I'm like, babe, you got me. You- Whoa, dude, she busted your ass. <laughs> um, but dude, dang it. We say dude. I preach. I say dude. You say dude, bro. I meet people that are. I met the commissioner of Jesse County. I called him dude on accident. Yes, sir, dude. Yes, dude, sir, dude. Like. <laughs> This Ninja Turtles messed up our vocabulary forever. And even though I've gone to college, I've read smart books. Listen, if you say the word, if you say I read books, we know it's smart. I read smart books. The books were so smart. S-M-R-T. Dude, too bad I don't read for shit. I'm just saying. And when you say smart, I think of a bus. Shit. You're so stupid, dude. Dude, bro. Those words are in us so deep, dude. I, I couldn't get it out of me. I gave up cussing. I can't give up saying the word dude. No, it's why too would deep. You do it, dude. I would never do it. Um, dude, bro, how me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great sketch. So funny, dude. Dude, um, <laughs> I have no idea what it actually means the word dude. I remember in in junior high we had a, we had a, high school we had a theory when we were young kids. I'm freshman. People say dude was an elephant butt hair. You ever heard of that? Yeah, oh yeah. You told me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it really is or not, but we all believe there was an elephant butt hair. Listen, we all believe that story about Richard Gere and the gerbil too, dude. We, 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 it's true. What I heard reading about at Bill and Ted, I guess they said in California, dude meant someone with a, with, with, with a big package. Dude. <laughs> said the urinal, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, dude. I can't believe you just put that in the podcast. Dude, I'm just saying that's what they I don't know what it means. I just say it all the time. Someone once asked me, you know, you what dude means? I'm like, no. You wouldn't say it from the pulpit. I was like, mm. dude. What did he say it meant? He did he, he walked away. The guy was all offended by me. You should be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, so Raises Right. I people get so offended by dude. Get out of here. Gave dude. us heavy metal. Raises Wrong taught us to talk like surfers and be. And you know what? When I was in college, I did play dumb a lot, dude. I, I, I thought it was funny to be like, I don't know what's happening. You were so smart when you went to college, dude. I'm like, what the f-? But I, I still played. I don't know why. Like, for me, being like clueless is really funny. I remember my buddy Ben Hefner pretending like he was mentally challenged at McDonald's. What are you talking about? Uh, to get free Hefner? fries, yeah. What do you mean free fries? What do you do? I don't know, dude. I just remember hearing the story. And they reenacted it for me, dude. I'm like, oh my. Speaking of McDonald's story, remember when you were all out and the car broke down? And they still don't say Seuss. It was in the car with with Kyle and some of his boys. And they broke down in the mind. And they decided they, they broke down and, and pushed the car to McDonald's. Like, dude, push you through the drive through So they push him and he orders and they push him around to pay. And then his friends all run away and left him right at the bay window in the driver's seat. Shut up! In a car that didn't run, dude. Those guys ditched him, dude. He's sitting there with the wheel, dude. Oh, the my goodness. He had his food. He's like, uh, I got to. That, that's so embarrassing, dude. Why did they do that? Just, it's, dude, leaving a guy's funny, dude. Like, How about this? Him and John are so dumb. 
that one day they went through the uh, drive through in reverse. Those guys are so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, they are really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. It's... Oh, we can tell stories about them dudes. Remember when taking, uh, Jesus put a bee in the freezer? I remember. And he tied floss to it when it was frozen. And then he let it thaw out and it came back alive and he had it on a leash. <laughs> Listen, that really works. Take a it bee, does work. put it in the freezer, it'll freeze, it'll shock it. When you thaw. Well, that's what happens to bees every winter. Yes. I used to go to um, the what cabin a- up where my wife lived, and I'd go, and there'd be all these dead flies. And when it warmed up, they all came back to life. It was freaky, oh, dude. Oh, that's scary as shit. I'm going to have the oven light on when I get home, dude. <laughs> dude, it's so funny. Even Wes, when him and his son used to listen to the podcast, even Preston said, we say dude too much. We say it way too much. because, And I blame Bill and Ted and the Ninja Turtles. I, I absolutely blame Bill and Ted and the Ninja Turtles. Two of the best all time. And we loved them. We loved these Still, guys. dude. Are you kidding me? And because we, we, we loved them, we wanted to be like them, and we copied them. This stuff raised us up. That's what it did. Dude. <laughs> Before we bring this plane around the land, first of all, we just had someone interrupt us, found out what's going on downstairs. I thought it was a, I thought it was a CD release party. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm thinking it's it was a big, fashion big show. time, dude. It's a 16-year-old birthday party down there. Catered balloons. Insane, dude. I'm, DJ, I mean, this is dude. They're sixteen-year-old going crazy. This is like a prom night for a sixteen-year-old birthday party right now downstairs. That's crazy to me. We gotta leave as a stinking goon, old men, two old ass mugs, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything you want to give any love? So, kind of glossed over excellent ventures. So let's go back real quick. Um, I mean, movie set up a great. Okay, here's the thing. When they originally wrote Bill and Ted. They wanted to do a van as the um, time, 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 time. No. But they thought it was too close, back like, to the future. Oh. So they did a phone booth, but apparently Doctor Who, which is a British TV show that I've never watched in my life because it looks like it sucks. Um, I never watched it either. Listen, I don't think it Nate sucks. Nate Dog loves it. People love it. Listen, I don't think it sucks. I just, it's like 30 years old. I'm not going to catch up to this thing. But didn't they... Uh... Reboot it? They reboot it every four years. Oh. There's a new doctor every like four or five years. What is it about? It's about a time traveling magic guy. I don't know, man. I don't watch that. There's nothing. But he's got a British phone booth that travels through time and universes and stuff. Nothing about that sounds appealing. No, but Bill and Ted have their awesome. Dude, you know, honestly, the second, even Bogus Journey, the, the phone booth looked cooler in part of Bogus Journey than it did in Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I did. But um, the, the satellite was way cooler. Napoleon, as a kid, I loved the Iggy Piggy or the Piggy. Oh, Iggy Piggy. Or, uh, isn't that what it is? Iggy Piggy? Something. I- I- Iggy Piggy. They, they, dude, eats a lot of ice cream. Um, he fights that girl for the last spoon. That's. Uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good Water movie. Water Slice was badass. Water Slice, dude, he is out of control. Dude, I, that thing he's wearing, you know, that big, big old thing he's wearing? Yeah. That's his underwear. Yeah, no, because you can see his ass and like almost eat <laughs> dong, dude. You're like, dang, dude. That is back in the day. That was your chonies. It was like a full suit like that. What? That was your chonies. Some, some swamp dong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you never showed. You never had no booty crack showing though with a what with a un- true that. <laughs> no plumber's crack coming I need out. To get some of those for the workout classes. <laughs> Dude, some I forgot when I, when I worked out sometimes with those uh those CrossFit things, dude. Some of the guys booty crack That's showing. All you see, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no comment. Guys dude. suck, dude. We're we're just disgusting. And all these <laughs> all these women working out, looking amazing, and the guys just like booty cracked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Well, listen. Next week, we're watching a great. 80s throwback. Is it 80s or 90s? It's 80s, right? It's 80s. 80s. Hang out with the boy Alex Winters for, for one more month. We're watching some horror action comedy next month. The Corey's coming at you next month. What are we watching, brother? We're watching The Lost Boys. And I wish... We're going to have to open the episode with that saxophone song, dude. Heck yes, <laughs> dude. So... You listen to our podcast on the iTunes Podcast Store if you're an Apple user or if you're an Android user. Go ahead and use the Stitcher app. Those are great good places that aggregates our, our – if you listen on Facebook, you listen on, like, the website. It's really it's, – it's frustrating. It's hard. If you get, like, a podcast app or a Stitcher on Android, dude, it's, it's very convenient to, to listen to our podcast, listen to all our back catalog. There's some great stuff back there. If you haven't heard – we listen to Exorcist, just a few Exorcist podcasts. If you haven't heard Exorcist, awesome. Go back. It's one of the it's, – it's a great episode. There's some great ones in the, in the back. Go find them. They're right there. As we end this, let's say what we say. Poltergeist is a badass, too. Yes, it is. As we leave, let's leave you this words of wisdom. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater.